Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips, and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your expertise. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I'm Kelly Frew, your podcast host. How are we all doing today? So for today's episode, what I'd really like to do is think about all the things we do as an events professional. Many of us have got lots of projects on the go at one time and it can get quite exhausting sometimes to prioritise, to time manage and really understand how to work through our workloads, both personally and also professionally. So the lady we're going to be speaking to today is very successful at multitasking. She has lots on the go all at once. And we're going to be talking to Anna Marie Trebinsky. So Anna Marie actually is the founder of her own business, AMT Events. And as well as that, she is the UK Events Professional Community Founder, which is an online community for events professionals. And she'll tell you more about that very, very shortly. So as well as juggling both of those projects, she also is a very, very busy mum running her own household as well. So actually, she's a bit of a superhero. What we're going to do then, we're going to go and meet her now and she's going to share her story and give you lots of top tips on how to juggle a very, very busy workload and life. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you at the end. Anna Marie, welcome to the podcast. I've been wanting you on for such a long time, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been um, it's been lovely to be asked. Oh, well, great. Great to have you here. And we've got so much to get through today. So I'm going to dive straight in. Some of the listeners will probably know you from the community online and your business. But first and foremost, let's just let the listeners that don't know you know a little bit about you. So tell us about how you got involved in the events industry. Well, that was some time ago now. (laughs) Um, So I actually trained in fashion. Um, I went to the University of Brighton and I was styling in London, working with PR agencies, and I almost fell into London Fashion Week. Um, So I was working on on on-schedule shows um, with, um, in particular, a main designer uh, that had one fashion fringe, and that was my love for events started. So uh, from there on, I then completely switched my game and went on in-house corporate. Yeah. And um, I was working for financial industries, Barclays, Morgan Stanley, um, Jupiter Asset Management. And I kind of found myself in an area where I didn't have enough creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it was quite difficult at the time to... I hate the word pivot across Mm -hmm. the agency. Um, I was told countless times that I was an in-house corporate, not creative. And I was like, I've come from a creative background. So frustrating. (laughs) Um, Exactly. So um, I I continued to try and get my opportunity, which I did. And um, that was my start at agency side, working with different brands, different events, and loved it and have never looked back really so it's been I think styling fashion events all around 15 years in total 
Amazing. And what a career so far, hey? Um, I, I'm, I'm going to just keep my rant to a minimum, but the fact, and it really annoys me, the fact that companies look at people from a corporate background and go, oh no, you could never come across an agency and being creative. It, it, the, yes, there is a lot. I mean, I work for a corporate now, I've done agency as well, but yes, there is a, it's a very different setup, but you are still creative in a corporate world. Absolutely. You still have to bring it to life, bring the brand to life, get creative, get experiential. And it's so annoying when people say that. <laughs> I completely agree. And I think there's such a confusion about the word creative as well, Mm -hmm. because creative can be finding solutions on a really tight budget. It doesn't necessarily mean colour, jazz, entertainment. Um, So, you know, that is part of it. And that's part of an experience for a guest, but it's not the end of being creative. So I completely agree with you there. Yeah. Um, Well, we're not we're not focused on this today, so we'll move on. But I do before we <laughs> did delve into what we want to talk about, I wanted to just know from you and your experience, you know, what is it about events that absolutely makes you jump out of bed each morning and go, yes, today's gonna be a great day? Um, I, I love being my own boss. I did have it as a goal for a very long time. Um I I dabbled with it, I took some freelance projects, I was agency, I wasn't technically an employee, but it was um, just having that freedom of being in control of my own schedule, but also having confidence in my knowledge and moving forward with it to do it for myself. I found that I was um, going into agencies and, you know, giving them that knowledge and teaching people um, often in roles that was a whole new ball game from what I was initially pitched that I'd be doing so it gave me the confidence and I just thought I can do this for myself and um, as I said never really looked back Um, it wasn't a decision that I outright made for myself because of COVID everybody's dealt with different situations and it did push me in that direction Um, my salary was no longer there Um, I was let go and so it did push me, but I, it was already in my mind for a very long time. And I just, um, I thrive on meeting clients. I thrive on finding solutions. Um, the actual live event process, you know, when you see something that you've created and worked so hard on, um, that's really ultimately what, what motivates me every day. Brilliant. Yeah. And I can already see the passion that you've got for events and being a business owner as well, which I just want to take a step back there for a moment, because not everyone might know around your business and um, and AMT events, which like you talked about, you took that massive leap of faith during the pandemic to set it up. So talk me through that process. And you've talked about the fact you've always wanted to be your boss, but tell us a little bit more about your business. Yes. So um, coming from a fashion background, obviously, I've got a very creative insight um, and from a design perspective, I found that that was really refreshing to a corporate client. Yeah. Um, I'm also, lots of people say my personality is has a big play um, in my work. So I really wanted to put the personality into the business, hence AMT events. Um, the USP is, is my design knowledge and my passion. I'm also very, I wouldn't say blunt, but I'm honest. Yeah. Um, integrity is really Hi to me. I don't dance around the figures. I don't dance about the sit around the situation. Um, so I have very open and honest conversations with my clients, and I think that is also, um, you know, respected with the people that I work with because we don't waste time. We get down to business and sort things out. And so far, 
I've had good results. <laughs> I mean, it is incredible. I have to say, you know, start a lot of people took the leap of, leap of faith during the pandemic to try and start their own business or a pa passion project at some point. But you have now got a thriving business that in the summer is going to be two years old. So can you talk me through some of the challenges that you had to overcome in setting up your business and things that you might not have thought might have happened that did happen that you had to overcome? Yeah, sure. So I think it is quite surprising when you start your business, you know, you can plan. Um, I, I, I'm very much somebody that does a business plan mm. um, and looks at kind of everything that needs to be covered. Um, but there's always things that creep up that you're either not aware of or you're not prepared for or your knowledge is limited in. Yeah. So um, I'm definitely somebody I've reached out to people that I would love to be mentored by um, to help fill in the gaps or at least get a bit of advice. Um, I would say, you know, even when people ask you about your brand story, um, I, I suppose people want me to say, I only do conferences or I only do celebrations. Yeah. The thing about my passion for events is that I love uh, the variety. Yeah. I've done conferences, but I've also done very high-end celebrations. Um, I've, I've done, you know, exclusive hospitality um, and I'm doing lots of different things with launches. So I'm, I'm not a, you know, going down one route. And I think sometimes people really do want you to say that you are specialized in one route yeah uh, such as team building or purely conferences so I found that a little bit of a challenge in explaining what the brand is we do creative boutique events mm -hmm. um, boutique meaning highly creative and bespoke but not small scale yeah um, they vary anything between our smallest event has been 18 people yeah um right up to 350 so far so um it's, it's varied, but I would say definitely kind of looking forward at the moment, dealing with the environment that we are. Mm. It's also to do with COVID. It's yeah. still affecting pipeline. It probably was almost a, a great platform for me originally because it gave me time yes, and yeah. marketing and I could really assess things. But now I would say, you know, from January, I had live switch to virtual. February was almost like a dead zone because they didn't want to do anything and, and they wanted to see how the government went. And then from February onwards, it's been like, oh, we're really bored and the government's relaxed everything. So go, go, go. So at the moment, it's a bit unclear because I would say pipeline is still rocky for yeah. the rest of the year, especially looking at the end of the year where people don't want to confirm anything for winter. Yeah. But the the future and my outlook is very bright and I'm very passionate about it. So moving forward. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, you can only do that right now, can't you? It's about the contingency planning. It's about being resilient and flexible and uh, adaptable. And I think we've all learned the resilience is such a big, important topic and subject right now. Um, even though it feels in the UK that we're, we're quite positive, restrictions are being eased. But like you talk about, who knows what's going to be what the winter's going to bring. So it is just Definitely. that forward planning of never knowing, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, if you think if you, I mean, two years is a long time in terms of planning your business and getting it to where it is now and it's starting to be super successful. So if you look back in the last two years and if I think about any people out there that are thinking of setting up their own businesses, is there anything mm -hmm. you'd say to yourself from two years ago and say, oh, remember this or tips around like setting up the business for anyone that's thinking about doing that? It's very easy to get distracted by noise. Mm -hmm. And I think um, my top tip 
even now, in hindsight, I was thinking about it yesterday. Um, you know, there's drawbacks, there's rejections, there's proposals that you think are confirmed and then they don't come in. And it's yeah. really disappointing when you've worked so hard and you want to see that event happen. Um, I think it's making sure that, you know, you are constantly looking ultimately at where the I hate to say it, but where the money's coming in. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, if you want to succeed in a business, you can't continue without a pipeline. Yeah. So really looking at your strategy, your brand message, your USP, and making sure that the clients are aware of that and making sure that that, that matches what you're trying to put in place for um, the business. So um, every now and again, you know, going back to your business plan, having a look at what your start goals were, what the brand is, and making sure that you're on track, because if you're not, you can kind of take a step back and make sure that you put things in place to, to make sure you get on track. I mean, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But having that yeah. business plan, reviewing your objectives, always coming back to that, being consistent and always sticking to your guns. I think, yeah, I think that shows your determination and passion over the past two years. And I think that's what, that's what you know, anyone could come up with a great idea, but then being able to look at your business plan and develop it and continue to go back to it. That's the thing, isn't it? It's always staying true to what you wanted and staying, staying true to your plan. What I, did, what, what I did want to talk about now is, you know, you're a, I'm, I'm going to talk about some busy thing. You're a busy lady. We're going to come on to a couple of different <laughs> sections in a moment. But as well as running this really successful business now, you have built this wonderful online community for events professionals in the UK. Um, it's very prolific. Everybody, if you're respected in the industry, does know about it. So can you tell us a little bit about it and, and why and what motivates you to set it up? Yes. So, um, so when I was made redundant, um, it was all a bit of a shock, and there was there, uh, there really wasn't a plan to it. It was a case of feeling isolated, feeling alone. It was right at the beginning of March, twenty twenty. Um, I think I was, you know, it was even before furlough was announced. Yeah. So, um, it was a, a case of crisis mode, I think, and yeah. my thought process and my mind was on overdrive. Um, I've dealt with things in the past and I think that does make you resilient you know being a contractor or a freelancer you're always looking for your next job and something might have been confirmed and then it's just taken away mm -hmm. um, so that does build a certain amount of resilience but I think um, I woke up one Saturday morning at 4am I think I've said, said this a few times now but it's true um, and created a group on LinkedIn there and then um, it, it, I, I was thinking about the name. It was a very long name, but it did what it said on the box. Um, UK Event Professionals Redundancy Due to Corona Group. And people seemed to find us. And um, I thought, right, how can I bring these members together? We started doing coffee mornings to meet each other, to support each other, and um, really just connect and network because everyone was so scattered and in different situations. And, you know, we, we had a full range of different job roles, situations, personalities. And I think everybody has really bonded over that. And I would genuinely say I know a lot more people in the events industry due to the community, the group and COVID and the situation. Um, because we, 
we made the group and we connected so um yeah everyone knows each other pretty well now <laughs> yeah I mean I've dabbled and I had a look at it and I can see that you guys are very strong in terms of your community and your ethics around that um and there's a lot of great bonds there obviously during the early days of coronavirus I can understand that the you know having that support system and network was so um beneficial to you all coming out of it now as everyone's getting a little bit busier and returning to different job roles and things how are you finding that that community is still benefiting you and the members so it was a challenge because um, I suppose a bit like the podcast for you, um, it was launched during COVID and then you've got to find a place for it working in everyday life. And, yeah. um, we did do a, um, a poll to see if everybody still found the value in the group, which yeah. they did. Um, it brought everyone together. So it was really a case of how do we evolve it? So we rebranded to the UK Event Professionals Community um, because that is what we had very much become. And even though the group is still for event buyers, event professionals that are organising events, we opened it up as well to suppliers to come in, um, as we already did have some in there, um, but it was it was more focused with the business um, side of things. And um, we've, we've also kind of had a whole new range of recruiters, in-house HR, and life coaches in so we do limit that to a percentage yeah but it's now got a lot of functionality not just mental support it's to do with job shares as the jobs start to come back onto the market it's a great community um to post those and it's not just about posting them on the wall it's about people's networks so if they have a connection that is posting a job role purely on their profile they'll reshare that into the group and that might be a job that other people haven't necessarily seen so we try to make sure that it doesn't become a notice board but it's personal it's yeah. aimed and targeted um at value for event professionals in the uk currently and um we've been working on live events we've stripped back the virtual program and just trying to ever evolve it and assess to make sure that it's it's giving the community what it needs for the right period in time I mean, it is fantastic. And I we, I was discussing this yesterday with one of my team members, the fact that when you are in a corporate business, actually, um, sometimes you forget that you're an events professional. So, you know, the business that I'm in is around cruising. So everyone are experts in cruises. We are a department within that business that run events and we're professionals within events and comms and marketing. Now it, we forget sometimes that that's what we do. So it's great to connect with other people outside of the business that are that way in kind and then you can share exactly share um, knowledge share case studies and so communities like yourselves offer that and I think it's a really valuable thing definitely the next thing I wanted to come on to is the fact and I can't believe I'm saying this so you, you run a successful business you've got this wonderful online community which is 24 7 as online communities are and they are very very busy and you're also a mum <laughs> so um so I mean I take my hats off to anyone that is a mum because I think doing that alone and then having all the different bows and strings to your bow that you've got you've such a busy busy lady how do you manage this Anna-Marie? 
don't think there's a solution. I'm still working through it. <laughs> Just today, you know, we've had child child care and child minding drop off, kind of logistical nightmares with me yeah. and my husband. But um, we try and give and take and, and see what's going on in a particular week. Um, obviously this working from home and remote working really helps I don't have the travel to consider that I used to unless I've I've particularly planned a day to go and see a client a venue a supplier or I'm running an event on site so that does really help Um, but I I actually had my first child in 2020 in September so it was a, a couple of months after I um, had launched the business and that was the year very much that I was really assessing the marketing level so it was more working from home and I started doing live events virtual and hybrid in 2021 with the business so um, it's it's actually worked out quite nicely and I, I think um, it was a case of making sure that I had reliable and also great childcare that I was comfortable with yeah um Maxi um my little Maximus he's been in childcare since four months but for three days a week so it was a nice introduction and um it just gave me the right amount of time to kind of get everything straight and build the business gradually yeah um, I'm actually due another baby in March. I know, so congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be taking off um, another three to four, well, about four months, I think. Um, but I'm lucky enough as well at this point to have um, three people that work with me that are fantastic, um, two people employed with business, um, with, you know, handovers happening, as well as them working with really um diligent and reliable freelancers that know how I work and know the brand of the business so um it's it's kind of making sure that everything's in place that you need yeah and just being organized like an events professional but you always get the days where that doesn't work out my yes. child minders had COVID for three weeks, so I had to find other child minding. And then some days you just go, do you know what? I can't do this. I'm going to have to take a day off. And, yeah. you know, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's that flexibility, I suppose, being your own boss. But then at the same time as being that, you've got clients that are very demanding, I imagine, because quite rightly, they're, they're paying, they're, they're expecting projects to be delivered at certain times. And we all know what a project plan looks like for an event. It can be very, very time consuming. So now that you are a mum within the events industry, and obviously you had that career within the events industry when you weren't a mum, how supportive do you think the events industry is for events professionals and a, being a mummy at the same time? I'm still working through it yeah. because I think everybody's slightly different I think it makes a massive difference when somebody's had children themselves yeah um because they they understand the complexity and the energy that it requires I think um because they might be dealing with themselves I would also say it's easy to forget because you know even having had a newborn in 2020 I'm due another one and I'm like do I really remember what it really requires <laughs> So even even myself, I forget, but I would say generally the industry is very supportive. Um, I haven't had any issues yet. I think everybody's been more understanding through COVID because of different situations and, you know, not even children, dogs in the background, children in the background. Um, If there's anything in particular that is crucial, um, I, I make it work. 
Yeah. So um, I, I will always have my emergency plan. It's just whether it requires that or if it can be put in play. Um, so, yeah, if, if it was an event that was being run, it wouldn't be a problem. If it's a meeting that I'm going to see site visit on, then, you know, assessing priorities, I could probably reschedule it for another day. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great that you, like, it's being that organised professional, isn't it? And you're, you're managing to juggle everything as, as we did, as you did in your life as an events manager before being a mum. And it's now just adding in that, that piece as well of being a mum. Now that you are a mum, do you do you view other events professionals as, as when they're mums differently? Have you changed your behaviours and the way that you work with people because you're now more understanding? Mm, I would probably say not. Yeah. Um, I would say... If anything, you know, before being a mum, I've always wanted to be a mum. And it's not that I don't love being a mum, because I do. <laughs> but at the same time, it's made me realise how much I love my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I need to keep my sanity. Um, you know, organisation, my career, events for me is something I've worked extremely hard at. And I think the thing that took me by surprise, actually, was the fact that I wanted to get back to work and I you know I'm quite happy to work um really hard um I spend quality time with with Max and um and I know he's well looked after when I'm not with him and I think um you know attitudes towards other clients I've always been with clients full stop anyway you know I, I make sure I am accommodating whether that's budget situation schedules um, and when it comes to um, employees I've never been in that situation before until yeah. recently I interviewed a mum she was coming back from maternity leave um, you know that and we we were trying to make sure that our schedules work for interviews so it's it's just trying to make things work and um, making sure that you're being as understanding as, as possible. Yeah. And it's more healthy for you, isn't it? I imagine, you know, you, you're getting the best for you as a person. You're developing yourself as your event on your event side still. And then you're getting all these wonderful skills of being a mum as well. It must be a wonderful thing to try and balance. I'm, I'm making it sound really simple because I don't have children. and I know it's not that simple, but yeah, it must be it must be a pure joy. And I want to come back to your business to start, start wrapping things up because it is exciting. It really is exciting. You are growing and you are now coming into a time where it is, you know, live events are coming back. We've got the understanding and moving forward with sort of hybrid events. You know, what's your vision for the next 12 months? What do you want to achieve with the business? Well, we're definitely not closing, so yeah. we're still open um, and I've, I've got the support I need freelancing and employees internally to deal with live event inquiries. Um, I think when you've got your own business, you're never really switched off anyway. Even if I'm, you know, awake with the newborn at 2am, I'll be checking my inbox and, mm. and giving support where it's needed. Um, and, and that's a little bit because I'm also, um, you know, a perfectionist and I want to make sure that it, it, everything's done how it is. But um, I, I would say I, I would really like to see a busier pipeline for yeah. the next 12 months. I think everybody is starting to definitely inquire that way. But I think we're still in a stage where confirmations are taking a lot longer than they were before. Personally, definitely for myself. Maybe that's also because I'm a new business. Yeah. Um, and I'm just the type of person I think that can't get um, to where I want to be quick enough. So um, I do put a lot of pressure on myself. I think I also need to step back sometimes and look at what, what I've achieved and what's going on in the present because I've focused a lot on the future 
and um, I'm trying to do that at the moment. Um, I think it's going to be nice to have a little break and I think I'll come back with even better fresh energy as well. So another exciting year ahead for you. So if people yes. want to find out about your business and you, how can they connect with you? Where do we direct them to? Yes, so I'm, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, although this year has been extremely busy so far so I've been on there less than I have the last couple of years but we obviously have the community group as well um I I love to chat on email I've opened um my diary many times about consulting with either brands or individuals about what their overall marketing plan is for the year I think it's much better to plan an event when you're looking at the overall strategy and your overall marketing budget rather than coming to us last minute and saying you know this is the budget you might not get as much out of it as if you planned further in advance so um, we can always make suggestions and and we really do offer that consultation um, alongside what the actual event focus is so um email anna-marie at amteventsnet and uh, we're, we're across socials as well so do connect with us there facebook instagram twitter and i've currently got our marketing guy working on there's so much to think about when you run a business isn't there it's not just yeah. the event side and it's all that social media side and the marketing and everything as well and you're doing such a fantastic job honestly I wish you all the best for the future I can't wait to see a little one and I'm sure you'll be putting pictures upon LinkedIn and um yeah and I wish you the most success for for your business as well thank you for today oh thank you so much Kelly Marie and um thank you for asking me it's been an absolute pleasure And I'm definitely going to stay in touch and, and speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you. So a huge thank you to Anna-Marie for joining us today. I hope you all got as much out of that episode as what I did. And it just goes to show that even when you are super busy and you are juggling a million things, if you are determined, you have a plan, then you can be successful. If you want to reach out to Anna Marie and find out more about her business, then do get in touch with her because I know she'll be loved to hear from you. And likewise, if you want to get in touch with me, then I'm Kelly Frew. You will find me on all the socials or at my website, storymakerevents.com. Don't forget, if you want to join the Events for Breakfast community, then we are online, we are on LinkedIn, we are on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Please do subscribe to the podcast on your usual podcast provider. And if you are willing, then please do give us a five-star rating too and let other people find us. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again next week. Take care of yourself until then. Bye for now.